Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and I want to welcome you to another Eye Clarity podcast. Well, today I'm going to talk about a condition called MS, better known as multiple sclerosis. And the reason why I want to talk about it is that I get a number of questions on MS and how it affects our eyes. In fact, the visual system is one of the places where MS wreaks havoc. And some of the symptoms include things like a peripheral vision loss. You start losing some of your side vision. This could also be called a visual field cut. So your visual field is, as they say, cut off. And the the loss of vision keeps deteriorating. Now, some other visual symptoms include things like a loss or reduction in your ability to read the eye chart at distance or to read letters and words up close. They actually can even become so blurred and unrecognizable that there's a distortion. I talked about visual field loss. Another medical term that's used in the eye exam is scotoma. And this is a blind spot in the center of your vision. Things go black. Eye pain can be another reason why someone suffers MS. Blurred vision So when you're looking at objects, there's a haziness, a sense of cloudiness, fuzziness, double vision. When somebody starts getting duplicate images, one of the first things to explore is there a neurological breakdown in the visual system. Vertigo, dizziness, mobility issues. So there's a feeling of I'm off balance. I'm not sure where I am in space. And then another influence of MS on the eyes is a jerkiness. We call this nystagmus. This is when the eye movements are involuntarily jerking, quick movements, horizontally, vertically. Things are jumping around. Another one is headaches. So head pain that worsens when you're reading or using your screens also can be triggered by light. So there's a photo sensitivity. So some of the main areas of the eye that are affected 
would be the optic nerve. Now, the optic nerve is so important. It's a plexus of nerves that connect the eye to the brain. And, for example, in a condition like glaucoma, the optic nerve can be damaged, and this starts to affect our peripheral vision. So if you're suffering any of these symptoms, it's really important to go for an eye exam. If the eye doctor is not able to solve these symptoms, then perhaps you need to go to a neurologist and get some additional testing. So in studying MS, obviously it is not only an eye issue, but it's really a systemic issue that's affecting the eyes. And I think of MS as a disease of the myelin, which is the outer covering, the fat layer. And it tends to cover the, you know, the nerves. And when this myelin begins to disintegrate, this starts to affect our neurological health. Now, I see MS as a dysfunction in the lipids. And one of the things that I look at is cholesterol. And cholesterol is used to make myelin. So one of the mechanisms that I see in MS is that someone has an inflammatory process in their body. There's an increase in the white blood cells. So the body is then bringing more plaque and cholesterol to that area. But if you're losing myelin, one of the aspects in the body that is really affecting this is an impairment in the glucose level. And the eyes have one of the highest metabolic needs of the body. The retina is made up of at least 50% of fatty acids. It's very fatty tissue. And of course, the eyes originate from the brain. So whenever there's some inflammation in the eyes, there's probably going to be inflammation in the brain and vice versa. Now, another mechanism that happens in MS has to do with our insulin levels. Insulin resistance breaks down the myelin. So in other words, when you have high levels of insulin, this can cause the myelin sheath to break down. If you're under a lot of stress, you know the adrenals produce cortisol. This also not only causes high insulin levels, but it also uh, causes inflammation. So if you're suffering MS, one of the things that you can look at when you talk to your functional medicine doctor is the ketogenic diet. In fact, there are a number of studies that show that if you start doing the ketogenic diet, that the MS starts to go away. As you run your body on ketones and not sugar, this begins to heal the myelin sheath. Now, there's another interesting protocol out there. And before you do anything, I would definitely talk to your doctor about this. So this is, I want to do a disclaimer. This is purely educational only. I don't want you just to run out and do this. But this comes from a protocol from Dr. Cumbra. And it has to do with dosing yourself with high levels of vitamin D3. So... In the protocol, he says doing 1,000 IUs per kilogram. So I'm about 100 and 
60 pounds. So I would do maybe about 71,000 IUs a day of vitamin D3. And there's a concern here, if you do this amount of vitamin D3, you might get too much calcium in the blood. Now, there are ways that you can neutralize that, but this is where you would want to get a blood test to see, well, what are your vitamin D3 levels? And I'm going to talk a little more about this, and then I'm going to put Dr. Cumbra's links in the notes so you can learn more about it. So vitamin D3, there have been studies that show that when our vitamin D3 levels are higher, there's a lower incidence of MS. Now, another way to say that is if you live in an environment where you're getting a lot of sunshine every day, then you have a lower chance of developing MS. Studies have shown that pregnant women who expose themselves to the sun or more vitamin D3, their, their children have a less chance of developing autoimmune disease, asthma, and so on. So vitamin D3 is an immune regulator, and a certain percentage of the population cannot absorb vitamin D3. So this is where you would have to work with your doctor to see... Um, how you would navigate that. But vitamin D3 influences over 3,000 genes. And one of the mechanisms that happens is when you increase vitamin D3, you reduce the parathyroid. And this is responsible for calcium production. So it's important that if you're going to embark on this uh, vitamin D3 protocol, that you measure your parathyroid before and after. There's some other things that are important to take in the MS uh, situation. That would be DHA, the omega-3, zinc, vitamin K2, which actually helps reduce the accumulation of calcium in the blood. Obviously, you want to eliminate dairy. Uh, you want to take magnesium, vitamin B2, B12, selenium, and you want to hydrate more. You want to take about two and a half liters a day of, of water. Now, in terms of the eyes, there's some things that you can do to improve the eye circulation. Number one, actually the eye exercises that I promote, the physical therapy, works incredibly well for bringing more circulation to your eyes, more oxygenation, more hydration. This would include the eye stretching exercise, the animal eye chart, the binocular two-eyed exercise called the yin-yang peripheral vision exercise, where you're actually engaging more peripheral vision, which is great for the brain and the eyes. Color therapy is another great technique where you're uh, applying colors. You're looking at the green color, the blue-green color, the blue color, say uh, three minutes with each color twice a day. Color therapy, when it bathes the retina, it actually can do things like balance your pH, increase the oxygen level, uh, increase the hydration level, make your photoreceptors more efficient and being able to take the light and turn it into more of an electrical, better electrical impulse, which then goes back to the brain. And then of course, there are ancillary treatments like craniosacral therapy, acupuncture can also be supportive in terms of your eye health. So let me make no mistake about it. MS is a complicated situation. Again, I feel it's a problem with, it's a lipid dysfunction. And I think that there are a lot of uh, holistic doctors out there that you could explore in terms of helping you follow these kinds of protocols. 
and would love to hear your comments. So feel free to email me at hello at drsamburn.com. And that's our show for today. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.